if you're driving between you know 500 visitors and 3,000 in a month and and you know that a chat visitor converts one out of a hundred times and a visitor and a client's worth north of two to five thousand dollars then it's going to be worth it for you to spend the extra money to get a have a human chat agent because the conversion rate with the human chat agent is going to be two to three hundred percent higher than with a chat bot. You're listening to the Legal Mastermind Podcast with your hosts Ryan Klein and Chase Williams, the go-to podcast for learning from the experts in the legal community about effective ways to grow and manage your law firm. Yeah, Ted, why don't you uh, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do, and and uh, we'll go from there. Sure. Well, uh, Ryan, thanks for having me on. Uh, my name is Ted DeBetancourt. I'm one of the co-founders at Juvo Leads. We're a complete lead capture and tracking company for law firm, law firms and legal marketing agencies. Uh, we help law firms get more leads through website chat, as well as track every lead that comes in via phone, via phone and uh, form tracking. I started this company with a partner about three years ago. Before that, uh, I ran a small legal marketing agency, and uh, I originally hailed from Martha's Vineyard, and I graduated from Case Western Reserve Law School in, what, 2009. So I've been, been working in the, the legal marketing and the legal space for, uh, what's that, 11 years now. Nice. 11 years. Yeah, I've been doing it for about 10, so probably sort of ran around the same time. That's cool. Um. So you said that you you had an agency that was kind of doing more like comprehensive work in the past, and then you're kind of getting more into specifics now? Exactly. Yeah. So when I first started, we were focusing more on the SEO side. So my whole thing was was doing link building for for law firm clients. Uh, slowly over time, that kind of transitioned into uh, a more holistic approach. And then about four or five years ago, I started, my, my clients started getting approached by um, law firm chat companies. And basically, uh, I hated them. I thought they were just taking the existing leads that that the firms would would be getting without them. Um, so I was very hesitant to use it. But then when we tried it out on a few of the the sites I was managing, uh, we realized that the total lead volume did go up. Um, but we weren't really excited by the by how they were one cannibalizing phone calls and forms, or two the quality of the chat. So at that point. Uh, I worked with a partner and say, hey, let's let's figure out a better way to do this. So then we started Juvo Legal Chat, which quickly evolved into Juvo Leads, which incorporated the call and the form tracking as well. And the goal was to not only sh- get more leads for the clients I was working with at the time, but also to prove that we weren't just t- taking their inform leads and then selling them back to them. Uh, and the only way to do that was to actually incorporate the, the call and the form tracking as well. Because we needed to show that there would be a net increase in lead leads, not just a, um, not just an increase in chat leads by by using chat. Briefly before we spoke on the call, you mentioned that you worked with over ninety different firms and broke down their lead source. So basically, what we wanted to do was we track leads, chat, phone, and form for a lot of different firms. But for the purposes of this case study, we really wanted to see not only where the leads came from, but where signed cases and new clients came from. Uh, and to do that, we had to make sure we included only the firms that marked all their leads. So sometimes clients mark their leads on their existing CRM, which then you know Clio or or, or needles or whatever system they're using and they pass it back to us uh, for about two thirds of the client. So they're marking their leads within our system. 
And meaning like when a, when a client signs at the end of the week or their month, either the law firm or someone on their law firm marketing team will go in and mark a lead as a signed client or the agency that works with the lead will mark that lead as a signed client for them. So we needed to, we needed to make sure we're only included the firms that, that mark their leads. Um, so basically what we did was we got 89 sites that were consistently marking their leads. And these were mostly PI firms, but some of the firms also do a few other practice areas. But the focus of this was on the, was specifically on the PI side. And basically what we did is over the course of the month of January, we captured and tracked all of their leads for them. And that's, you know, kind of what we do. Uh, so over that course, we collected uh, 9,940 leads, about a little bit under 10,000 leads. And of those, we kind of broke them down into three categories. So every time a chat com- comes in, it's a qualified chat lead, meaning you know it fits the criteria for that particular firm for being a good lead. Uh, and of that, we collected 2,700 or 27% of the total leads over that month came from chat. The next big category was first time tracked phone calls. And over that period of time, and these were of course unqualified because it could be, uh, it's a first time call into the firm from either a static tracking number, like a Google My Business call tracking number, a call extension from Google Ads, or a dynamic call tracking number, or even a static number on a, on a third party directory like an Avo or a, or a Justia directory. And of the, of the leads, 45% came from phone calls. And that was pretty cool to see. So about a third came from chat. And then the, uh, the last percent of leads were from forms. And over the course of January, it was 2,600 or about 26% of the total f- leads that came in. They're unqualified, of course, but not spam. We're filtering out spam, but that, that are legit inquiries. Um, human entered form submissions came from forms. So what, we're, what we wanted to see was, you know, Phone, phone leads are still leading the way with 45%, but in a close, it's, you know, they're about 45%, but both chat and form are about 27% of the total leads each. So phone wins, chats, chat and form are about the same. And that was kind of what we expected. But the, really, the thing that we we're really excited to see is, is not so much where the leads came from, but where the cases came from. So next, what we did, and we couldn't get this data until we're actually still pulling in data. So let's say, for instance, a lead closes or becomes a signed client in March. We're not going to know that signed client until March occurs. So basically, as of uh, Monday, what we saw was that 1659 or 1,659 cases were converted from the 10,000 leads. So about 16, 17% of the leads turned into cases. Of those signed cases, 36% came from chat, 44% came from phone, and 19%, I'm rounding, 19% came from form. So basically what we're seeing is that while chat only accounted for 27% of the leads, it accounted for 36% of the cases. And that didn't surprise us too much because we knew that the qualified chat leads, when they came in, they've already been qualified on the, via our chat agents or whoever chat agents you're using versus a phone call, whereas a phone call might be a very unqualified lead who then gets filtered out by the secretary or the office admin or, or whoever filters out the cases for, the, um, for that particular firm. And then for coming in a distant third was uh, the percent of 
cases signed at about 19.8% was form leads. So form, phone leads are still leading the way with 44% of cases coming in from, fo- coming in from phone, 36% coming from chat, and about 19 coming from form. So, you know, while we were excited to see the, you know, we always wanted to be number one, of course, for phone and phone still does dominate for PI. We're happy to say that 36% versus four, 36% came from uh, chats versus 44 from phone. So wasn't far off from being, um, being the, the leading getter of, of cases for PI sites. Uh, I'm sure a lot of those stats would carry over to other B2C law firms. I mean, mm-hmm. more, more or less. I mean, I, I definitely can see why that's the case. So um, as far as these people come into a website and they're, you know, nowadays, there's, like you mentioned, there's different ways people can interact with the law firm. They can call directly. They can certainly engage in a chat. They can fill out a form, which I, I could see being lower because of A, they don't really know who's going to actually follow with them. B, law firms actually have a bad tendency of not being very responsive with forms. Mm-hmm. Um, so, why do you think that people, um, especially now and the trend that's going this way, why are people going to a website and they're engaging in chat as opposed to doing um, other forms of communication with the law firm? Well, who's the big company that, that comes out the state of, state of chat every year? I forget the name of the company. It might be Zyra or talk to or something like that. Uh, but basically what they're saying is speed to lead. So speed to lead is kind of the number one thing in the game right now. How fast you can you as a business or a firm or whoever can get back in contact with those leads. So when you answer, when you start a chat, if you want an answer immediately, the fastest way to do it with staying as impersonal as possible is going to be, is going to be the chat. Because if you're picking up the phone, then you're, you're somewhat hesitant because you're going to have to give more information than you want and filling out a form who knows when you're going to get a response. But when you see a chat bot or not a bot, we're a human operated chat system, by the way, no bots. Uh, when you see our Amy as our default avatar, when you see our chat pop up or any of the other live chat services, you think you're going to get an answer instantaneously. And, you know, with us and pretty much everyone else, you get your first response within 15 to 30 seconds. So that's kind of the, the way that we think that we're helping solve the speed to lead problems for a lot of the law firms, which, you know, as you said, aren't always the greatest at following up with leads. So yeah, speed to lead is, is the name of our game and that's, that's the value we add. And you definitely just said, we're definitely not a bot and we don't use bots and perhaps you'll never use bots. Why, why are you anti-bot with uh, other chat agencies claiming that sometimes bots, at least in the introduction, aren't such a bad thing? I love bots. Uh, I love that, you know, every two minutes I go on LinkedIn and I see another article about how bots are going to take over and the, you know, AI this, AI that. And every time I use a bot myself, when I go on a third party site and I try to start talking with a, a bot, I get pretty annoyed pretty quickly and just get out. I never get the answers I want. And it's uh, frankly kind of annoying. Um, I kind of, the analogy I always think of is every time I call Comcast, it takes me 20 minutes to press the right answers, the right numbers to actually get a rep on the phone. And that's just, that's a phone bot. That's kind of the same deal. Chat bots aren't really much better than that. Uh, they really try to force you into answering questions that you don't really have a question for. And they're not, you know, we always hear the term AI. Well, there's no AI out yet. It's really just complex if then statements. That being said, for some businesses, chat bots are a great solution. You know, if you're dealing with tens of thousands of visitors, it's going to be cost prohibitive to staff that with real people. Um, So if you want to limit your numbers and your cost, then it's not going to make sense to use a human chat operating or human chat 
agents. It's going to be a lot more cost effective to use bots. That being said, if, if you're driving between, you know, 500 visitors and 3000 in a month and, and you know that a chat visitor converts one out of a hundred times and a visitor and a client's worth north of two to $5,000, then it's going to be worth it for you to spend the extra money to get a, have a human chat agent because the conversion rate with the human chat agent is going to be two to 300% higher than with a chat bot. I noticed with the chat bots, a lot of times they won't even engage in conversation with you until you give them, you know, your name, email, and even phone number. Sometimes when are your agents making that ask? Great question. And, and we, we, uh, so we kind of have a few, we think of those, we call those faux bots. So there's a lot of there's, there's straight up robots or, you know, if then statements, and there's a lot of companies doing that. The ones that we always get a kick out of are the ones you described. It's, you know, it looks like a pop-up, it looks like a bot. And they said, and then it says, give me your name, phone number, and email before the chat can start. And then half the time when you enter your name, phone number, and email, you don't even get a bot after that. It just says a thank you for submitting. We're offline. So, you know, we, we love those because that's a different business model. Sorry. I'm working from home. <laughs> you can hear my kid in the background crying. <laughs> Apologies. Um, um, so when we ask it, we, it varies per firm. So how we do chat is every law firm we work with, we always, the first step of the process is going through their website and finding out what we think the answer should be, what their, their top questions should be and what, qualification questions we think they want us to ask. Based on that, uh, we send over a form to that law firm and say, here are the questions we think we should ask, and here are the different answers to uh, other questions, and here are the questions we think people ask and the other answers we think we should give. You tell us if these are right or if there's a different flow of the chat you want, and then we ask for in what order do you want the qualification questions? So our default is name, phone number up front, legal issue, offer a consultation. Some biz, some firms we do just name up front, find out the information, figure out how we can help, then close with the consultation, then get email, then get phone. It really depends on what the firm wants and how aggressive they want us to be. So yeah, it varies. Probably about 60% we're getting name and, and phone number up front. And here's kind of a, a funny little trick. So we have a sneak, and we used to not always do phone up front, but it's becoming our default now. And here's a sneaky little way we do it. We always, if, if we ask phone up front, we don't say, can I have your phone number? Our default is um, uh, in case we get disconnected, can I have your phone number so we can call you back? The trick being is we're not going to get disconnected unless the internet breaks up and that, that rarely happens. What does happen though is that when you call someone for customer support, that's the most common question they'll ask to get your phone number. So people are used to giving their phone numbers as a secondary question just because it's become so commonplace in customer support on the phone. So we ask that and we ask it when we ask it in that way, uh, we have a much higher likelihood of getting it without scaring the visitor off from asking personal information up front. Interesting tip there, Ted. <laughs> Sorry, this is little stuff we obsess over. Oh, no, no. And you should because they all add up to, you know, a much better experience for both the visitor and the companies that you're working with. So I, com I completely uh, understand that. As, as far as initiating the chat conversation, so mm -hmm. I haven't seen this as much as mm -hmm. I used to, but I used to see a lot of going to the website, being on the website for either maybe 15, 20 seconds or scrolling down to a certain part of the page and mm -hmm. then just getting a complete like 
hostile, hostile takeover of my browser to start, <laughs> yeah. start with the chat. Most of the time I still see it in the bottom right corner, mm-hmm. um, but I still see engage, um, you know, one of the, one of the, the large players as far as legal mm-hmm. chats go. So it's kind of hijacking half the page to start the chat. And I actually did a survey um, asking about, I don't know, 500 people via Mechanical Turk or just survey takers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what, what do they prefer? Is, is it too intrusive? Is it overwhelming? And a lot of mm-hmm. people actually didn't seem to mind engage kind of taking over a large portion of the page for their own mm-hmm. reasons. So from your experience and, and your trials and testing, what do you think is the best way to approach the initiation or offering the chance to have a chat? Well, funny you bring that up. So this was kind of has been that what you said right there is one of the reasons why we started Juva Leads is because we thought when I had a small agency, I thought that Engage was taking over my client's website and preventing phone calls and preventing form submissions. So they would hijack exactly as you said, the browser experience so that a visitor would be forced to chat or not call like they only they didn't have any option so our greatest sales tactic to date is to take a picture of a, a law firm site when they're when they're fully getting taken over by engage so you know it's blocking the phone bar blocking the the form menu doing the the takedown on desktop uh or the drop down on desktop and sending over that screenshot to a law firm and just saying engage is stealing your leads by selling them back to you. So that's been our most successful sales initiative um, is just saying is, you know, if you're, if Engage is taking over the other ways that you can get leads, they're basically selling you your leads that you'd earn anyway back to you. And we thought that was kind of disingenuous. And the version of that on mobile is even more ridiculous. If they, if a firm, if a firm has a phone bar, it will go over the, over the phone bar so that you can't even call the firm if you want to. You're forced to chat with them. And we thought that was kind of ludicrous. So for our mobile experience, we always have a phone bar option. And this is unrelated to our call tracking service. If they want to use their own call tracking, that's fine. We just provide a text us or phone bar up top for the firm just so that no matter what page or where on the page a law firm visitor is, they always have the ability to either call or text the firm independent of our chat. On the chat side, me personally, I didn't like, and even if, even if some visitors did like the takeover, I was very much against the whole takeover philosophy for UI elements. We have a different type of chat in the sense that every time you come to our page after 10 to 15, 20 seconds, it varies per website, up, up from the bottom right will pop our chat avatar. Uh, her name, her default name is Amy. And it looks like Amy is typing to you in real time. And we call that our intro message. So that intro message is pop up one from the bottom, right? It kind of looks like Facebook chat. It'll say, um, hi, my name is Amy. I'm here. And then two seconds later, you'll see the rolling little dots again. And then she'll type, I'll be here to answer any questions uh, if you'd like, or I forget the exact verbiage. It was something like that. So that gives the visitor the impression that Amy is typing to them personally in real time. And that increases the likelihood that someone starts to chat with us over our, our biggest competitors. And that's kind of been our I probably shouldn't be saying this. That's probably been our um, our leading advantage with us over over some of the comp- competition that you've named so far. Less of a less of a whole page takeover, more of a personalized interaction based on what page on the website you're on. And it would be my understanding that engaged it's it's a prerogative to do that kind of a, a hijacking because they get paid on a per lead basis. 
They do. Exactly. And the only, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. But even so it's still, we have, we have two different pricing models. One is per chat, one is per lead. But at the end of the day, if we're not helping our clients get more total leads, then we're doing them a disservice. So that's why we incorporate the call and the form tracking so we can show them, so we can show our clients that we're not in fact taking their phone leads. Uh, we're basically probably going to, with chat, you're going to lose about eight to 10% of phone calls and about 10 to 15% of form leads. But your increased total leads is going to go up somewhere between 25 to 30%. That's net increase. And we do the phone and the form tracking as a way to show clients that that's the case. So for every client, a client says, well, I don't know. I, I, think, um, I think chat is just going to take my existing leads. What we do is for the free trial, we do a, either a 14 or a 30 day free trial, depending on, on where the law firm came from. We do an AB test. So half the traffic gets just form, just call. The other half of the traffic gets chat, phone, and form. And at the end of the 30-day or 14-day trial, if there's enough you know, volume, we can show you the net increase in, uh, in chat leads from the B group. One thing, you mentioned it very, very briefly in the beginning, and this is something I haven't really think um, if it ties into chat at all, but as far as maybe communication, but you mentioned SMS, and it's something that like personally, I haven't really delved into too much and I'm not sure how, how much uh, lawyers are implementing it. Um, but what can you, can you say about SMS and maybe how it ties into chat? Sure. On the SMS side, not all the firms doing it and we're kind of slowly rolling it out depending on the agency. And, and for us in particular, about 70% of our licenses is working through agencies. So a lot of the clients that the law firms that we work with, they don't even know that we exist. They think we're just their agency's lead tracking system. So like when they go in, when they log in, they're going to their, their agency's dashboard. And you know, it's half the time it's white labeled, half the time it's gray labeled and you know, getting their lead, their lead notifications from there and their reporting and stuff. So the firms that are using SMS, basically how it works is at the top of, a, of the mobile experience, we can set a sticky phone bar that's either call us on the left side and text us on the right side. If a visitor on their mobile phone hits text us, they can chat, they can send text messages back and forth with our chat agents. And our chat agents will interact with the text messenger as if they were a regular chatter. The only caveat and the nice thing about, about the SMS chats that come in is that we already have their phone number. So we don't have to ask their phone number. So for a lot of firms, as long as we get the phone number, we pass it along to them as a lead regardless if it meets all the qualification rules or not. Some firms just like to call all the, all the leads to get them on the phone. And for the firms that are doing that, we haven't seen as big of a implementation as we thought. Like we thought we were rolled out that feature that it, you know, all the firms would be excited uh, or agencies rather, but it's been kind of a slow rollout. So probably about eight to 15% of the firms we work with use uh, SMS and it's, it's not a big lead capture method. And the funniest thing, so it's a little bit outside this case study, but um, uh, the practice area that has the biggest success with it is bankruptcy. I, I don't know why, but bankruptcy and texting is um, the practice area that has the highest adoption of texting and, and has the highest percentage of leads coming from SMS. So take that for what it's worth. The first time I implemented chat for a law firm's website was about, I think, seven years ago, mm -hmm. maybe six. Mm -hmm. And it was um, completely um, like script driven with mm -hmm. like a little bit of nuance outside of it, but not too mm -hmm. much. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm just curious, is there anything 
that's like kind of like new or unique or a new approach? It doesn't have to be like anything like groundbreaking, but is there a kind of a direction that chat might be going in um, or something to take advantage of as far as like chat functionality? Yeah, but it's a website. Mm-hmm. So the firms that are, but it's a little bit not where you're probably thinking it's going to go. So all chat companies kind of operate the same way in the sense that we use scripting for answers and we use our scripts about 60% of the time. The other 40% of the time isn't, you know, is, is agent quote unquote freestyling, not, you know, radical answers and never legal answers, but they're usually following the guidelines of, of the information provided on the website. So the quality of the chat is really determined in that 40%. Um, what's been growing for us and it's, it's less of a us technology and just more of a, our ability to assist with it is firms that do online consultations signups. So if they incorporate uh, a Calendly or a Thrive calendar, and they sometimes put a schedule of consultation with me and you know, let the person pick a, uh, pick a time. Those tools are great, but visitors aren't signing up for consultations using an online calendar, a Calendly tool. This is very, very low. If we have our agents schedule those times on either an attorney's or an intake team's calendar, we'll see the percent of appointments via those Calendly links go up about 300%. Using those tools are great if firms internally have a process in place and having our chat agents, instead of saving the lead and passing it to them via email or, or text notification, but actually walking a visitor through that signup process greatly increases the amount of signups that come in using those tools. So that's kind of the, the where we're seeing chat moving more and more. Well, if someone wants to chat more about chat or learn a little bit more about Juvo Leads, what's the best way to reach you? Sure. Go to uh, juvoleads.com and uh, start a chat with uh, our agents on duty. We're 24 seven. And if you come to us, you come to us, you get a free 30 day trial for both chat call tracking, form tracking, and the lead tracking dashboard. So if you want to give us a shot and uh, see if we can get more leads for you, feel free to check us out at juvoleads.com. I got to ask, is, is Amy a real person? Yes, she is. But the picture awesome. <laughs> that she represents is not someone we've ever met. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Legal Mastermind Podcast. If you're interested in working with Ryan and Chase, please email mastermind at marketmymarket.com. Make sure to join the free mastermind group for growing and managing your firm at lawfirmmastermind.com. Ryan Klein and Chase Williams are the managing partners at Market My Market, one of the top legal marketing companies in the United States.